Hello, my name is Stephen Burridge and I and my wife have been coming to the church now for round about 12 years. You may have seen us welcoming people at the door. I came to the Lord in 1973 and thus began my journey with him. And it's my privilege this morning to bring you today's devotional. The reading we have today is from Luke chapter 3 and it's from verses 15 to 20. The people were waiting expectantly and they were wondering in their hearts what John, if John might possibly be the Christ. John answered them all, I baptise you with water, but one more powerful than I will come, the thongs of whose sandals I am not worthy to untie. He will baptise you with the Holy Spirit and with fire. His winnowing fork will be in his hand to clear his threshing floor and to gather the wheat into his barn. But he will burn up the chaff with unquenchable fire and with many other words John exhorted the people and preached the good news to them. But when John rebuked Herod the Tetrarch because of Herodias, his brother's wife, and all the other evil things that he did, Herod added this to them all. He locked John up in prison. Picture with me if you will. Here is John at the River Jordan preaching and baptising the people. And crowds came out to hear his words. He preached a baptism of repentance for sin. And all manner of people came to listen. You might see yourself amongst the crowd. There would have been those who were perhaps just curious as to who this man was. Perhaps they had heard about the way he dressed and his meagre diet. There would have been those who may have heard about the words he spoke from friends and wanted to know more. Or there may have been those who were already convicted by their sin and wanted to know some release from their guilt. The one thing our reading seems to suggest is that many came with the expectation in their heart that John might be possibly the Christ, the longed-for Messiah, who would free them from the Roman rule and set up his kingdom in Israel. But John puts them straight from the very beginning. His baptism is for sin. It is a baptism of preparation for the one that will come whose baptism will be one of life. There are five words from our reading today that I want us to concentrate on. They are one more powerful than I. Let me start with the last word, I. Today, the world we live in says that we need to achieve to be satisfied. Our existence is only measured by what we possess. We must strive to be better, greater, more influential. The I in us says I must win. Now there is nothing wrong in trying to achieve to be your best at what you do. We have seen in recent days the awful sadness and discouragement of students 
who have had their exam results marked down by an unfair assessment and the hopelessness they felt for everything they had worked so hard for which could be lost and their future was evaporating before it had even begun. But the greatest sadness is when the I is told by the world we live in that you're not good enough, that you'll never amount to anything, that your life might just as well not exist. But there is an answer to this world's message. So let me come now to the first word because it has a different message to tell. The word is one. Not just anyone, but the one. This is Jesus. He is the one that turns the world upside down. He turns the world's thinking on its head. And he gives us a totally new perspective to life. His baptism is one of life. He calls us to come to him just as we are, with our failures, with our concerns, with our disappointments, our problems, or our successes. He says, come just as you are, because I care for you. Even more than that, I love you. I love you so much that I gave my life in exchange for yours, so that you can know my life living in you if you will only accept the life I offer. Now for the three words in between, more powerful than. This is the life that Jesus calls us to. Once we have believed in him to be our saviour and our Lord, he has promised us eternal life in him, and he has the power to fulfil that promise as he baptises us with the Holy Spirit. Life is no longer governed by the world's principles. Your life is now made more powerful by Jesus. Scripture tells us you are in Christ. Just think, you are in the one more powerful than. More powerful than your doubts. More powerful than your situation. More powerful than your enemies or those who would mistreat you more powerful than superstitions or words of discouragement, more powerful than the mind games this world would throw at you. You are in the beloved Son of God. I mean to say, how great is that? This is the real deal. Our hearts are changed by his love for us. What we now think in our hearts determines how we will choose to act and respond in this fallen world. When you are born again by accepting Jesus Christ into your life, the Bible says you have put off the old self with its practices and have put on the new self, which is being renewed in knowledge in the image of Christ. Just think, you have a new you in Christ. Not just the old one patched up, but a new one. No longer do we have to focus on the I. We can now see the one. And all the power he has made available for us to own. The power of love, of joy, of grace, 
of freedom, of forgiveness, of salvation. The list goes on and on. So today, let us go forward with our lives in him, the one more powerful than anything. Let us pray. Thank you, Lord, that you are all-powerful, that you are the same today as when creation was first born. Thank you, Lord, that you delight in your people and that your desire for us is to know your power in our lives. Amen.